Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Causeway Street Podcast, your favorite Celtics podcast, the Causeway Street Podcast. At Causeway Street on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. You know? Top five dead or alive, Top man. five dead or alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? He's a Jadakus. Well here, of course, we got Dutra in the house. My name is Joe Sway, and we have plenty to talk about. Jay Crowder is one of the best defenders in the league. I think that's what's going to get the ball rolling for the Celtics in free agency. That is the absolute best he can do in terms of moving his assets. Come on, trade. It's a draft. Come on, let's go. Come on, come on, come on. They're not too far off in terms of being a top-notch Eastern Conference contender. In case you missed it. Back to another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. My name is Josue Pavone. Sean Duke is in the house. And of course, Joel Pavone is with us. Full house here. What up, what up, what up? What's going on? So let's get back into Celtics talk. We took a break last episode. But uh, we got some news, some headlines. Uh, Kelly Olenek, injury update. We're also going to talk about Jalen Brown, what we think we'll see out of him this uh, upcoming season. People, Some people have high hopes for him. Yeah. Others others don't. You know, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Ducher, we'll talk about that. Other wish. Harm I don't know what you're talking about. I never said anything. You hate this big. No, let's move on. Let's let's get there later. <laughs> I don't. Wanna, I don't want to get on this right now. I kind of do. All right, we can skip the whole. I mean, Kelly Olynyk. That was our lead, man. You want to get into Jalen Brown? <laughs> I'll get into Jalen Brown. All right. Try all to right. follow the show sheet for once, man. Okay. Okay. You know what? No, no. Let's let's do this. Let's do this. 
We'll do who will make the biggest leap this year. All right, let's do that because we got media day. We're one week away. We loading it up right now? And uh, yeah, we're just going to go right through, man. Go through all the topics here. Damn. And uh, we'll, we'll kick it off with that. All right. What do you think? Joel? What's yeah, the question? Yeah, we can do that. You can do that? We can do that. What's the question? All right, let's go. So, of course, there's no Jerry Sanders on this team. There's no Evan Turner. So, of course, mm. there's roles that need to be filled. Most importantly, in my opinion, I think it's Evan Turner. So, my question to you guys is, who will make the biggest leap this year off that bench? Who's going to be the guy who's going to fulfill that six-man role that Evan Turner left behind? Who will or who should? Well, I mean, that's a weird question to ask yeah. since he said, like, who will yeah. make the biggest leap? Right. You know, like, We're making predictions here. I mean, he, I mean, he asked the question, so, I mean, you know, just answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he already, he already – you asked him a question about a question he asked, but he, he literally said his question in the question. So what are we talking about again? <laughs> no, um, I think the player that should step up and will step. Okay, up. that will step up. No, no, he should step up. This is a prediction, man. You gotta be behind it, hundred percent. No, but I don't know if he's gonna do it though. Mm, Jesus, there's someone that should step up. Wishy washy McGee over here. No, but the one, the one that I think that should step up and needs to step up is Marcus Smart. I agree. That's my guy. Okay. Big year for Marcus Smart. This is this should be his breakout year and quotation fingers Jesus, because you know it should have been his breakout year last year. That wasn't a damn question, man. It well, wasn't to say who should. It's saying who do you feel like because I really do feel like Marcus Smart is going to make that leap this year. And I don't want to seem like I'm agreeing with you because you're not saying what I'm saying. Yeah. But Marcus Smart will make that leap this year. There's no reason why he wouldn't. Every, every year he's been in the league, this is his third year now in the league, he has made improvements. He has shown a little bit more. The two years? Of what he can do. His rookie year, he came out with a, with, a, with a bang and then got injured and then came back, a little hobbled. Last year, I think he made legitimate strides to show that he is actually a rotation player. And this year, he's going to uh, take that role. Well, he's he's going to be a, the sixth man. He's always been a rotation player. No, but I mean, but but I mean he he's took, been a valuable rotation player no, that you t- couldn't be without. Well, he took strides in the playoffs. If he can piggyback on what he did in the first round against the Hawks, well, I mean, it's going to be Marcus Smart like, I think, all day. I think last year I was trying to co- convince you guys that Marcus Smart actually took a leap from what he was in his rookie year. Do you actually believe that now, and do you think he'll make the next step? Well, he showed what he's capable of. Right. When he's not just jacking threes. Okay. Well, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't think he's ever just been jacking threes. I mean, that's pretty much pigeonholing him into an awful – because he's not good at shooting threes. You just notice the threes Well, shooting, shooting overall, like if he can improve on the shooting and, – and, and you know me, my whole thing with him is he doesn't have to be – he doesn't have to score or develop into a great shooter to be effective. Like him driving to the hole, he did a lot of that in, in, in the Atlanta series. And he also – he also took he took big shots. He attempted big shots. Right, which 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 is what I love about him. Right, because he's not afraid to take those shots. And right? he, and exactly. he, I think the biggest the biggest uh, flaw you can say in his game, or especially in his offense, is his shot selection. Mm. Right. Okay. I think right. that's where I think mm. that's where Joel that's what he's trying to say when he talks mm-hmm. about him jacking up threes. He doesn't always take the best shots, but sometimes they go in. You know, sometimes well, they're not. He's, he's streaky. He's a and, streaky shooter, and, and he's a great rebounder. And I would love to see more of that. Yeah. Oh, he's not. He's not. He's I not, said that last year. He's not a top. He's not a top. He's not a top ten. He's not a top ten point okay. guard. You know, rebounding point guard like you <laughs> like you say he is. But I got so much heat for saying that last year, and now you say it right now. Okay, good. That clip show is coming up, guys. It's coming up. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> keeping y'all waiting. I'm keeping y'all waiting a little too long, but it's coming. I promise. Marcus Smart has to do two things this year. Marcus Smart needs to a 
I think I'm agreeing with you guys. And stop flopping. He he needs to be a better better offensive player all around. He just needs to smooth out most of his flaws in his offensive game, whether it's those untimely turnovers, um, you know, the bad shots that you see sometimes, and, you know, basically just, you know, not staying within the flow of Brad Stevens' offense. All I right. think – and that's going to be a big thing for him to do this year. Defensively, I think, yeah, to say – the, the second thing he needs to do is on the defensive end, he needs to improve his reputation around the league. Right. Yeah. Because right now I think there is a big, you know, even though everybody flops, dude, I don't, I, I don't, I don't hate on Marcus Smart for flopping because 50% of the time is working out in his favor. Right. There's not, there hasn't been that big spot yet. That well, the only, but, 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 but when it does, he's, he's getting caught. labeled as a legitimate uh, defenseman. Like we see him, mm-hmm. because we see him probably more than yeah. – the, the, on a national stage which, compared to a national stage. Which is which is what I'm sort of getting at. Is right. He needs to improve his reputation on the defensive end. And get more respect. Because he is a good defender. Right. Yeah. He's no, a that, really good defender. That's like that's his bread and butter. He just needs Def- to improve his reputation. So if he does if he does both of those things and he can come in and come into the, the year and average maybe, you know, 13, 14 points a game, completing his defensive prowess uh, off the bench. Okay. Because there's a spot there for that. Right. Because he's gonna grab those minutes now that Evan Turner's gone. There's minutes to be had. The, what's, the, what's the only thing holding back from him getting these minutes? Evan Turner? Or I don't know. What we, what we get Terry at? Rozier, baby. Oh. Okay. Which I think would also make this list of who's going to make the biggest leap this year. You think he makes a big leap this year? I don't know. You tell me. I think that there's minutes available for him, and I think he provides uh, the secondary ball handler role because that's what, that's what Evan Turner was last year, right? Yeah. He was a secondary ball, ball handler when Isaiah Thomas was on the bench, so – Obviously, that role needs to be fulfilled, and I don't know if Marcus Smart is quite ready to fill that. I think he's more of the uh, combo guard. I like him in the backcourt with Rozier. I think Rozier is becoming a better defender. He showed that in the Atlanta series. Also, I like those two in the backcourt. Yeah, but no, um, you're right. You're right. Yeah, because yeah, in terms of being yeah, a, a, yeah, a, a floor out, general, I would two. love to see Rozier get yeah. more minutes. And I mean, could you imagine a three guard defensive lineup of Bradley, Rozier, and Marcus Smart on the floor at the same time? No team wants to play against that. No team wants to play against that. Even and then if you can bring Isaiah in. Even, in if, it's, even if it's five minutes in like a, a crucial part of the game where you need a couple stops, no team wants to play against that. Because Rozier has shown, to me at least, and especially in the summer league, he, oh, he opened my eyes in the summer league this year. Like he was making strides, mm-hmm. big strides. So we'll see if that translates to the actual NBA. But Yeah, he, Rozier is another one that um, – Hopefully he's been working on his offensive game. He did show that he could be an offensive player and someone that you can be relied upon scoring wise. Mm-hmm. But that was against, you know, college, I was, college players. I was impressed with his outside shooting though. Yeah, I mean, I felt like that's something that he definitely has been working on since mm-hmm. he came into the league, because that was one of the things that he showed he, when he came out of the draft from Louisville. People were like, you know, this guy he can't shoot from downtown. He's right. not. He's like an old school point guard. Right. He's adapted. I think he's starting to try to adapt. Maybe we don't see it this year. Maybe they see it enough in practice where they'll give him another shot next year. But I, I, I do think that if there is an injury in the backcourt, whether it be Thomas, whether it be Bradley, whether it be Smart, Rozier is the guy to fill in all of those minutes. The guy. Right. Yeah, I agree. Because we don't know what we're going to get out of R.J. Hunter. I mean, R.J. Hunter is sort of on the bubble here in terms of making the uh, – the rotation. Yeah, let's talk about that for a little bit, man, um, because... I mean, it's honestly... If you, if you ask me right now, even though we haven't even seen them play in the preseason yet, between him and... and uh, James Young? James Young. 
I, I don't even think it's close. I think you, you have to go with RJ Hunter because I just think, one, he's the better shooter. Two. I disagree. Why? Still? Totally. The, Still with James Young? He's a yeah. much better shooter than, than, than Young. Look up the ages right now. Somebody look up the ages. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah, that's oh, to do with a lot. They're like one, they're like one or two years apart. Because young, right, young, right, is, right. young is what? 20, 21? All I'm saying is, though, I believe in James Young. You're the only one. Why? Still? You're I on, believe in James you're Young. You're on that island all by yourself, then. No, because there's, there's obviously a reason why he hasn't been cut yet. He hasn't done anything. They've drafted so many guards. So they've drafted. Ever since they drafted Marcus Martin, James Young in that year, they've drafted... Jalen Brown this year, which could technically take some spots at the some some minutes at the two guard spot. Last year, Terry Rozier and R.J. Hunter. Then you got all of those uh, Demetrius Jacksons, all of those that are still borderline on his roster. James Young hasn't been cut yet. I don't know if you ask me. This preseason is going to be a showcase for him to to go elsewhere. Wh- I just wherever, feel like wherever he goes after Boston. I, I just I, feel I, like there there needs to be a little bit of time that you're drafting a guy that comes out of uh, college at 18 years old. You need to give him a little bit of time to adjust. So then, so then like why, no one so comes out at eighteen anymore. I get you, but why? Why draft him? He was nineteen, but I get you. No, I, he was I know drafted at eighteen. He was nineteen to start start of the year when he was drafted. He was eighteen years old. So then, why why draft him? Because you you know you want you see the talent. You want to give him a little time. I mean, not so, that it means anything, so but why, he dominates the D league. So I mean, why, it just it just needs to be something where like. You need to find a role well, for him. All Celtics players that go to the D League dominate the D League. Right. The last well, few I, years. I don't no, even, not, I, not as much as James I, Young. James I think Young's dominate might be, might be going yo, overboard there. Yo, look at James Young's D no, League stats. At, if you look at Terry Rozier's and uh, Jordan Mickey's stats, those two dominated the D League. Those two led the Red Claws. There's a reason why Rozier cracked his rotation last year. And James Young didn't. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, give James Young one more year. I, I, this this is the year that you will you will be able to tell on James Young. He's trade it's, bait. It's, it's too much to call him a bust yet, because he's only 20 years old. He's trade bait. At this, at this I point. I don't know. I just I just feel like you can't give up on a guy if you draft him that young, at 20 21 years old. You're going to give up on him right away when you haven't really given him that that showcase yet. Well, on other the people big are stage. stepping up. Right, and th- 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 this is the problem. And, and not, th- not that it's a problem no. at all, but, I mean, the Celtics are a guard-heavy team. It's a very hard— Why did they go out and sign Gerald Green it's, if, well, if Young is supposed to be in development? I'm just saying. I don't want to talk about Gerald Green. But man. I'm just yeah, saying. But that's he, a, but he hates that song. I know what I'm saying, but that's just another example Why'd of— Why did they go out and sign Gerald Green? I have no friggin' clue. Okay, but that's just another example of what I'm talking about. It's like, you know, how many chances is James Young going to get? Before, right, he, I, before before we see is, anything out of him. This is my thing. I don't think they've actually ever given him the chance. He's always been behind whoever's there. I get you. I get you. So then, again, I ask you, why did Terry Rozier crack the lineup last year? Because he was, it was had to be something that we, that, that right. Brad Stevens saw in practice no. that he's not seeing with James Young. No, I think it's because— Or putting in the time or the effort. Because I think it was Avery Bradley went down. Avery Bradley went down okay, and he so needed then, a defender. So then why was Rozier's it, a better defender. Okay, so then why wasn't James Young used even a little bit? Well, during that during that little stretch. You know and, what? Then, oh, and you know what? Rozier, Rozier got more minutes when Jay Crowder went down, not when Avery Bradley Actually, went down. yeah, you're true because I, I agree with that because both of those players are defensive players. And in Brad C- Stevens' system, you need to be a defensive-minded player. Well, 
That's another. That's another reason why I think. James I think Young, James Young has been working on his defense. Okay, but that's another reason why James Young is probably not getting an opportunity because he's exactly a one trick pony. Well, yeah, but I mean, at the same. Terry Rozier, he rebounds, he passes. I'm not. I'm not sitting here preaching that James Young is going to make an All Star team this year, right? Or any time in his career. All I think though is that he could be a legitimate player on this team if you just give him a shot. He has. He has yet to get a shot. They paved the way for Marcus Smart to get a shot. They paved the way. For, for uh, they're gonna pave the way for Jalen Brown to get a shot. They they haven't given James Young a legitimate shot yet. He just doesn't fit, man. Well, which ma- fit. which maybe he doesn't fit the system. But I would never be surprised if he does get traded or cut and shows up on another team. Maybe like I don't know. I could feel. I could just feel I'm him not, being I'm not on saying, the Knicks I'm not saying for some he, reason. I'm not saying he's why. a bust. Like you know, draft wise. Yeah, we spend way too much time on James Young, but. No, but All this, I'm saying, this, for this, this team, he doesn't fit. But I think that he could make a leap next year. If the Celtics allow him to make a leap, which I think is going to be very tough because of the amount of guards that we actually have on this team, if they do give him that shot, then I, I think that there could be a legitimate leap. Well, where does Jalen Brown fit in all this? Where does he fit in this depth chart? Because if you look at the guys in front of him, it's tough to see where he's going to get his minutes. Well, I, okay. think, I think he comes off right after Crowder. He's Crowder's back. Over Jonas Drebko? Well, Jonas is a four. Jonas would probably come in more for guilty. For, totally for forgot Ho- Jonas Drebko for was on his team. Yeah, he'd, he'd probably he'd probably come in for Horford. He'd be he'd be Horford's backup. Yeah, yeah but I, mean, I what, think what, that that's that's sort of indicating or you're sort of suggesting that Steven's going to go ten ten guys. Not really, because because we're talking about Rozier, we're talking about uh, Smart, we're talking could, about Drebko, we're talking about uh, you know. Whether it's Kelly Olynyk, we'll get to him later, or Tyler Zeller, right there we're up to nine, and we haven't even mentioned Jalen Brown. No, I know, but you can always mix mix and match. This is this is like the you, can only, ha- you can have Horford to the five and have you know Jarebko at the four. This is the only saving grace for Jalen Brown is that Kelly Olynyk may not be able to start the year. That is that is a, that is a big mm-hmm. moment for Jalen Brown because if if Kelly Olynyk starts the year, you're going just deep. You're going Isaiah. Marcus, Avery, help me out here. We're going to go three, Crowder, four, Horford, five, Amir Amir Johnson. You're already at seven. Yep. You got Jonas coming off the bench. You got Kelly coming off the bench. And then... Well, last year, this is what this is what Brad did. Brad went like ten deep for right, most of the they, year. Right, but but I don't think he did that for most of the year. He did that at the beginning of the year when he's feeling all those pieces. Yeah, when the David first Lee of, was mixed first couple in. of months. Yeah, Brad Stevens does do that. That's and why you I, stop seeing. I don't know if, that's why you stop seeing Tyler Zeller play. Exactly, or, or David Lee all of a David sudden stop playing. Yeah, right? right, but I mean, this is going to be huge for Jalen Brown to see that there's minutes open with Kelly Olynyk may not may not be able to start the season. Per what Brad Stevens said, you know, earlier uh, on on the. Uh, on the Bill Simmons podcast, mm-hmm. but he may not be ready. That's minutes. That's yeah. at least 20, 20 minutes a game probably that may be open. Now, did they play the same position? No. But, I mean, let's be honest. If if Brad Stevens is going to give some minutes in a meaningless game against the New Jersey Nets, Brooklyn. would he give it to direct – Jesus, I say New Jersey. Yeah, you did. Yo, set the clocks back, it's bro. Few, it's been a few years, man. Jesus. <laughs> All right. New Jersey Nets carry Kittles, baby. There you go. <laughs> Kenyon. Ah, man, Keith Van Horn. Want to go down this, dude? <laughs> Collins. Oh, Jared Collins. Jason Kidd. Frank. Frank. What's his name? Frank Lawrence. No, Lawrence Frank. Lawrence Frank. You guys done? Yeah. All right. Are we? <laughs> 
<laughs> Who else you got? Any more nets you want to bring up? Uh, the metal lens? Plenty of nets. Plenty of nets. But what, 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 what I'm trying to say okay, is Okay, so that, what, what does he do that, that's going to separate himself from these guys? Because Jalen, let's be honest. He's not a good – at least from what we've seen, he's not a great shooter. <laughs> not a good shooter, I should say. Not a good shooter. Jarepko is. All right? Uh, yeah, he's a great shooter, man. But on the opposite <laughs> end of the floor, though, he's a good defender. Yeah. And I think that's something that's going to get him minutes because of that. I think he's, he can be a good piece to put in the game when uh, Jay Crowder needs some rest, when you need a defender out there to, to, to guard the best wing, the best opposing wing player. I think he'll be that guy. I think he, I love his footwork. I think he's quick. He's athletic. Good feet work. He can certainly get to the, to the rim. He's proven that on the offensive end. He may not be able to score from the floor, but he can certainly get to the rim and, and, and uh, take the contact and get to the free throw line. He showed that in, in, in the summer league. Of course, that's the summer league, but still, he's shown that he has those skills. Well, we, How's that going to translate in the NBA, though? We've mentioned this pretty much since he's been drafted. The Celtics drafted this dude for a reason. Like, they saw a future for this, for this dude, so I don't think he's not going to get any minutes. Yeah, it was the third overall pick, right? Yeah. I mean, this isn't like you're trying to get your 10th overall pick in the first round. Some playing time. This is the third overall pick. Or even James Young. Who was he, 19? 16? 16, that's right, yeah. Yeah, you're right. But, I mean. This is the third overall. I would say, look at it as Jalen Brown's going to be the backup to Jake Crowder. Yeah, that's, what I, that's, that's how I always saw it. And, and if they go small, like at the moment, Jalen Brown can easily play the four. Yeah. I think in a, in a small ball lineup, he can play the four. Yeah. But this is my problem. He's this athletic. Is my, this if they want to run, he's, you This know. is it, though. This is my problem, though, is that his whole game is, is around defense and driving. Which I don't think you see enough of in the NBA, but I think there's a reason for that because no one's going to respect you to give you that lane if you can't shoot. Right. Well, who did like, you? Who there's did a reason why James Harden is one of the best, you know, attackers of the rim in the NBA and getting to the free throw line. It's because they have to respect his, his shot. shot. Yeah. If, if it was that easy for anybody to just do it, they'd be able to do it. No, I get you. I get you. But so wait, who did you compare? Jalen Brown before the show started. Uh, before the before we started recording, uh, I said he. I've seen Tony Allen in him this whole time. From what I've seen out of him, he reminds me a lot of Tony Allen. A little bit taller. Though. Do you remember how raw Tony Allen was? Yeah. Offensively, pure, especially pure athletic turnover machine. He couldn't make jump shots. It sounds great to me. Took up. <laughs> let me finish. Took him a few years, and look who he is now. He's easily one of the best defenders in the NBA. Would you draft Tony Allen third overall in the NBA draft? If I knew what I know now. No, there's absolutely yes. no, no. Oh, what's the alternative? Show? That's see, the see, ceiling. What's the no, Jalen Brown? But, see, but we can't, we can't just keep harping on him being the third pick. Yes, you can. No, because then I've done the same thing with Marcus Martin. You get so mad, you're like we can't harp on him right. being the sixth overall pick. You know what I mean? Like the Celtics, whatever for whatever reason that we, you that we, sound like, is, but we Sean, haven't seen yet. Sean, you make it they sound drafted like, him for a you make reason. It sound like this is like a 2003 draft where there's yo, like stars yo, all yo, over yo, the board. Hold on, hold on, hold there's on. There's two bona fide stars. There is a, in a top two. Right. And Celtics missed out potentially. No, and they missed out. Nope. Wait, 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 wait. There is a huge difference between Jalen Brown going number three to Marcus Smart going number six because you guys both just said this was a two-person draft. Danny Ainge had the pick of anybody. So who did you want? Buddy? Anybody. Would you, you prefer Buddy Healed? Chris Buddy Dunn. Healed? I would have. T- even though so I wasn't with, high with, on Chris Dunn, I would have. I would have been much more happier with Chris Dunn. But we had you wanted Chris Dunn because you wanted him to get traded to the. I would have taken Dragon Dragon Bender. I would have taken Dragon Bender. I also would have taken Bender. I also would have taken Jamal Murray. My boy Jamal Murray 
who I've been harping on this entire time. No, but you're you're more you're more upset at the fact that they took saw, a project. They no, took no, a project no, no, the number no, three no, pick. No, no, That's no, why I'm no, upset. No, 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 no. You're upset because you saw two or three steps ahead that the Celtics could potentially have done with another person that you wanted drafted. No, because you when you you're talking about drafting another guard. On a guard-heavy team, you're talking about you want but James listen. Young. You want James Young to crack this lineup. How is he going to crack this lineup if you if you had if you had chosen someone else? Okay, hear me out. I don't think that because the reason why I brought this up is that you said that this was the same thing when I was saying you can't judge Marcus Smart as the sixth overall pick. The sixth overall pick. No, I can't just harping on that. Right, but it's but it's so different than the third overall pick. Like that means there are five players that have been taken before you that could be potential NBA All Stars. The third pick, there's only two. I mean, this is simple math here. I don't think I'm going outside the box. Oh, no, you're not going outside the box. I'm just but saying, at the, same though, time, the third though. overall pick is usually someone that is going to make an impact immediately or is a project, right? I was upset that Danny Ainge decided to go the project route at the three spot where he could have he could have yeah, easily. You're, you're, assuming wait, wait, wait. A, you're assuming he's a project, though. No, he is. He, definitely is. Yeah, but you're oh, assuming so he's a project. Dragon Bender's not a project? No, though? but this is what I'm saying. This is what you're I'm saying. You're assuming he's a project. Hear me out. There were better projects, a.k.a. Dragon Bender. And if you're going to take it, take them in that spot, just talk to somebody who's in the fifth spot. Talk to somebody who wants somebody else. Talk to somebody who want, who's in the seventh spot. That Jalen Brown's not going to go at the third spot on any other team. Any other team. Well, he, he, any other team he addressed, except Danny Age had a heart-on for him. He, That's added, all. he addresses a need because what happened? Evan Turner got... Evan Turner, he left. No, Evan Turner had nothing to do with this draft pick. Yes, he did. No, he did yes, not. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Because potentially, the Celtics potentially, sort of, they sort of knew that they were going to lose Evan potentially Turner. Potentially, he was no, going to leave. The, so the, then, same, no, no, no. Same, but same, Evan Turner, the draft he left. happened before the friggin' free agency, right? But yeah, because what, what, yeah. what did we say? He was the plan B. If Evan Turner would have left, you're gonna he would have been, th- been more <laughs> of a project. If Evan Turner stayed. You're going to spend your third overall pick on a backup just in case Evan Turner leaves? No. That's ridiculous, A backup bro. today, but a, a potential backup star today. tomorrow. Exactly. That's, that's a what it is. ridiculous yeah. statement. But dude, all these names that you, you mentioned, sign Evan Turner. I mean, how did they even look in the summer league? How did Buddy Hill play? Okay. How did Jamal Murray play? How did Simmons even play? Simmons barely even played. Yo, all I know is Jalen Brown's numbers were, were arguably the best. He had arguably the best summer out of anyone in the draft class. I will tell you something. And I will say this for the first time ever. I will let you know. I'm rooting for Jalen Brown. I'm not saying that. I don't think. I don't, I'm think, I don't think you're going against him. But I'm, I'm just rooting saying, for Jalen Brown. I think you're, you're, you're I doubting just think, him. I just really think that this is the biggest mistake of the Danny Ainge, president of basketball operations, move. You're, his tenure, has you're rooting. You're rooting for him. But at the same time, you're like. When this fails, no, if I, this fails, I'm going to be like, I told you so. I'm saying I'm rooting for him because I hope he proves me wrong. But right, I'm right. You're, saying, rooting, you're rooting for him as the way as I was rooting for Kevin Durant to come to Boston. I I'm, knew it wasn't going to happen. I'm, say, I'm, I'm saying there's no chance in hell that Jalen Brown is ever, ever going to be considered an all-star in, this NBA, yeah, in, the, in the NBA. Good thing you're rooting for him. But if he comes out and scores 20 points a game, I'm going to go. I, I don't care. I'll do whatever you guys ask me to do. If he does that, I swear to God, I'm a Celtics fan. I hope it happens, and I hope I'm wrong. But this is this Jalen Brown's got bust written all over him, all over him. I just don't get what, what, But James Young I, doesn't I don't know. get why you think no, these James alternatives. Defi- why do you think these alternatives are like so much better than Jalen Brown. I don't like you make it sound like the Celtics missed out on like the next like Dwayne Wade. Because, or not because he was talking. Who he, knows if they did? I think I think that Jamal Murray's going to be a legit NBA scorer. Maybe he'll be J.R. Smith. 
Maybe he'll be Dwayne Wade. Who the so hell knows? So why can't Jalen Brown be that? Jalen Brown. When can't I say Tony score, Allen, I'm bro. saying that's what I see now. I'm not saying that Tony Allen's is roof. I'm okay, not saying like that's if Jalen Brown, if Jalen Brown somehow transcends the NBA to be his own player that you can never but compare see, anyone you, to. You, you know, you're, you're, he can't shoot. He can drive. He can't hit free throws. Well, what's, what's, what's even a point of driving? You can defend. You always foul. You use your body too much. You don't move your feet that well. That's him. That, but, he's just – he's Kedrick Brown, bro. But he's Kedrick Brown. But, but what, that, what, what has to be one extreme or the other? It can't be in the middle. You're like, you know, he's not going to be – like you say, he's not going to be a potential all-star, but he's going to be a bust. There's nothing in the middle with you. This with is him. why. This is why. He's a third overall pick. <laughs> You keep harping on that, but if he if he if he comes in and averages seven points a game and has a journeyman career in the NBA, guess what? As the third overall pick, you're a bust. Yeah, he's a bust after the Celtics let him go. It's not like if the Celtics have like, to let him go, it's but a I'm bust. Done, but, I'm but that's like it's potentially. <laughs> no, just, you disagreed with me. No, but I'm not. <laughs> yes, you did. If the Celtics have you're to just, let him go, you're just mad because you think nobody wants him and that the Celtics took like. Someone that you can't do nothing with. Yes, because right whether now. Whether you trade him or right, whether you keep him. Right that's, now, your, that's your whole thing. Right now, the whole thing. And, and you were with me. It was trade the draft pick. Before the draft, it was trade the draft pick. That's the number one thing we should do. They weren't able to trade it before they had the draft. They decided to draft the only untradeable player in the top five. But that's all you wanted. You wanted a player no. that could be traded. I'm just saying, keep your options open. If they really believe in Jalen Brown, I'm okay with it. Whatever, Danny. I, I, I'm going to let you try to prove me wrong with this. But I know I'm right. I know that I'm right. Anyways. What's next on the docket? I just want to say one last thing, though. Oh. If the Celtics ended up drafting Chris Dunn and they didn't trade him, you would have been so mad. You would have been pissed. <laughs> Don't even sit there and say you wouldn't have. Oh, we have Terry Rozier. We have Isaiah. Now what? Now what are we going to do? We got a huge log jam in the point guard position. Well, I think we they got would James Young. James Young is not going to play now because of the big mistake. Dunn. May I make one point? Is that I think that if they did draft Chris Dunn, they would have traded somebody on the roster. But that still doesn't free up guards. No, they would have traded either Avery Bradley or Terry Rozier or you're, you're Marcus sure of Smart. This. I just feel like they would have had to. But if, with, with Jalen Brown, they're like, okay, this is the safe pick. Because you know what? We have a little bit of time to put him on the bench, see what happens and whatever. Because we're not trading Crowder right now, if, as we know. You know, he's the only person that's going to play ahead of him. We'll, we'll get Gerald Green as a little bit of an insurance policy just in case Jalen Brown can't, you know, make it year one. They took a safe pick that's not going to change the franchise in any way, shape, or form on the third pick. And that's a failure to me. All right, moving on. So, uh, Coach Stevens did a recent Moving on with uh, – <laughs> My bad. You guys got to bring up Jalen Brown and act like I'm not going to get No, that was good. That was, actually, hey, that was good. actually, you brought him up in our, our pre-meeting. Did I? Our, you know, yeah, you did. did, did I, I wasn't going to talk about Jalen Brown. Did I really? You did. All right. It I, was thought, you. I think it was me, actually. Yeah, it wasn't uh, even I'll, me. I'll say I'll, – I'll take the blame on that one. All right. So, uh, Coach Stevens recently, like Sean talked about earlier, I uh, did an interview on uh, – or he was a guest – on uh, Simmons' podcast, and he talked about how Kelly Olynyk may not be ready, or is definitely not going to be ready for the uh, for the for the start of the preseason and start of the regular season. And just like that, his name is already in the trade rumors, already in the uh, the, the talks around the league about how the Celtics should move him to make space in the front court. Joel, what do you think about that? Do you think uh, this is something that they need to do, or something that we're going to see eventually? What's well, your take? Well, didn't they talk about? Olenek potentially being on the trading block last season. And even and even when he got injured, 
the injury wasn't serious. It was like, oh yeah, you know, he's got the All Star break to, to you know, heal up or rest because the trading deadline was right around the corner, right mm-hmm. after that. Right. And his name was one of the names that was thrown around the most. Here we are again, and he's going to be behind the eight ball. Right. Missing training camp, missing the start of preseason, potentially missing the start of the beginning of the season. So then, what happens when? I'm just throwing hypotheticals because I know Sean might jump on me for this, but what if? You know, Jordan Mickey starts flourishing. Um, Tyler Zeller, you know, starts getting more minutes than he mm-hmm. got last season. And then when Olenna comes back, how do you fit him in? If you want to trade him, how are you going to fit him in so people see what he can do or, or how he's improved I would in the love, offseason? I would love to see Jordan Mickey carve out some sort of role in this team, but I just don't see it happening because I think – Brad Stevens is just huge on Olenek. Yeah, yeah. And, and, he, just, has, and yeah. he has a reason to be. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, I'm just, I was just throwing out Believe different names. Believe it or names. not, Celtics fans who are listening, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, you, a bunch of you might know this, but Kelly Olenek was the best three-point shooter for the Celtics last year. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. For a team that shoots... Percentage-wise. Percentage yeah. Percentage-wise, right. But for a team that's one of the worst three-point shooting teams... What was our biggest he was their He was their highest three-point shooter. What was our biggest weekend? The best three-point shooter. That. After three-point shooting. Oh, after that? Rebounding. Yep. So where are you going to get a big difference there is Jordan Mickey, I think. I think right. Jordan Mickey Olenek, has – Olenek is not that great of a rebounder. Right, no, so, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but exactly. I mean, Jordan Mickey is going to give you that – Yeah, but how's Mickey's offense, though? Right. Well, I get, I get that. Right. I mean, I'm just saying that it's funny that that's the two players that are, that are going back and forth. You have it's an like, offensive-minded stretch for it's like the Amir, versus the old-school uh, power forward where he's going to defend yeah. and rebound. It's like the Amir factor, right? Some nights he's double-double Amir right. where he has it going on both ends of the floor. But for the most part – He's your defensive guy, right? Yeah. He's rebounding. He's blocking shots. And if he gives you anything on the offensive side, it's a bonus. Right. So I think Jordan Mickey. Yo, Double Double Amir is my favorite Amir. Yeah, I love Double Double Amir. <laughs> love it. It's, it's great what he just Especially puts... his slow motion shooting you know, from the outside. Three, he's, just, no, like... he's wide open all day. Yeah. And it's just like, yep, any day. I'm going to go get a beer. Yeah. I'm going to come back. <laughs> I'm going to walk to the fridge, get my beer, crack it, drink half of it, sit down. And he'll release he'll it. Just yeah. let go of that. <laughs> and when he has it, like, like you jumper. said, when he has it going on the offensive end, he's like you know no, scoring sixty percent, seventy percent of his of his, of his buckets. Uh, so let let's 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 talk about this. Is there is there a way that I know I know Jonas Durepko is there, but he, he's he's a versatile player. But is there a way that Kelly Olynyk and Jordan Mickey can coexist in the rotation? With Al Horford uh, guess, there guess, now, maybe with de- Amir Johnson there I now. Think maybe it depends on matchups. Well, yeah, it depends on matchups because now you have Al Horford in the middle. And yeah. I, I both right. look at Al, Al Horford as a solid help defender. I can't wait to talk I about Al Horford good... in, in the Celtics preview episode. I can't wait, man. He's going to be yeah. such a huge, yeah. huge. That's why I think he may. Like, absolutely. I think he, he's the reason change. why those two may be able to coexist with each other on the on the floor. But like, I, like Joel said before, I mean, or I think it was Sean who said it, yeah, he, he doesn't rebound. I'm talking about Kelly Olenek. He doesn't yeah. rebound. He, he sucks he's, on defense. He's a freak. Oh, man. He's that's, a liability. That's my, that's my biggest issue with him. Right. Well, he was actually one of, the, one of the highest defensive rated players last year if you go by stats-wise, yeah. but I don't believe that at all. Right. Yeah. Well, he gets beat up in the paint no matter, you know, if he's if he's being dominated in the paint, then forget it. You have to take him out because yep. he's a liability. So but for some reason, he always finds a way to get his shots off and gets a few, few uh, three-pointers. I just feel like... Because Joel's talking about how you know how he's going to be able to fit if he misses the beginning of the season, I think he Stevens always finds a way to get him in there, and he always finds a way to to get him uh, his shots. So that's never a problem. But at the same time, other teams are looking at that as well, and I think that's why 
he's always going to be in these trade talks. He's always going to be someone that's mentioned in, in trade rumors because teams nowadays, in, in today's NBA, teams love a big man like Kelly Olenek who can shoot from the outside. They, don't, they will take the bad defense with the, with the good jump shots from a seven-footer. No, I mean, and, that, and that's where Horford, you know, shines because he can do all those things and then some. So then goes, you well, go. Yeah, he can actually defend. Yeah, and he so, grabs, so, he'll grab going, rebounds. Going back to your original question, um, is Olenek going to be on the training block? Probably. Is it going to be hard to Was trade him? Was that the original question? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Sexy. What yeah, hell, you what, 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 what the hell have you been? Come on. What are you talking about? Get that. Why are you going to ruin the show secrets, man? <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. Is Kyle Olenek on the trading block? No, no, no. He he is, but it's going to be even harder to trade him or put him into the you know discussions about tr- being traded because he's going to, again, he's going to be behind. This is, this, back. Is, this is the only thing I worry about Kelly Olenek getting traded is getting back like a 21st overall draft pick. You know what I mean? Right. Like that could be used later on for something else. Well, I don't, I, I don't know. I yes. mean, Danny, Danny, Danny likes flipping oh, those. Oh, 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 I, I oh yeah, think, oh, I don't think oh, Danny, Danny would mind. Just been really good at trading the draft picks, though. No, really no, good at trading no, those draft flipping, picks. Flipping like second because, round draft picks. Oh, yeah, it's been. no, oh, it's been great. Like last year when they drafted three first rounders. Oh, that was great. But they could have traded one of them. Anyways, that's what I'm worried about: is trading Kelly Linick just to get another draft pick that Danny will will use, and then guess what? You just set your back. He'll draft like some. Some long-haired dude from BYU instead of Gonzaga or something like that. Like, he'll, he'll draft someone that's the exact same thing as Kelly Linick. Just set him back three years just so he can get the – I don't know. I would trade Kelly Linick in a package deal. That's the only way I'm doing it. To a contender who's trying to, like, lose somebody uh, I know. We're not, we're, yeah, we're, not, we're not saying that, like, he's just going to trade just Olenek. No, but I, 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 mean I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trade just Olenek because guess what? This year, Kelly Linick's going to be uh, a, a threat. It's, it's a threat coming off the bench. I'm not going to say he's going to be a big proponent, but you know that there's at least 10 games in the season that Kelly Linick will feel it from the outside and dominate that game and actually make the other team defend against his stretch fourness, I guess, if you want to call it that. What was his best game last year? I don't know. There was a couple, man. Golden State at home. Golden State at home. He With was nuts. feeling. Oh uh, yeah, actually. Without him, they don't go into well, double overtime. What about that they, Knicks game? They, though? they didn't know how to. They didn't know how to guard overtime him. Or triple overtime. Double overtime. Double they overtime. Go, they don't go to double overtime. Double without, overtime was legit. But then I went to a couple games last year where Olenek was feeling it, and the Knicks game brought, brings to mind the Knicks game right around the beginning of the mm-hmm. new year. He was feeling it that night right. too. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. But in that, those nights, though, that's what he's doing. He's doing uh, the, the the inside outside game. Well, that's what the most frustrating thing about him is, right? Because he doesn't do that every night. Exactly. And sometimes he shows the ability, like like he has great hands. Some nights where he's able to catch those, you know, backdoor passes and finish and just put it right, around the rim right up, yeah. While making like three or four three points three pointers in one game. And that's when you're like, wow, he really put that game yeah. together. Or you know he can, he can potentially score 25 points. But he's consistent. He has the ability to do that. But, but it, it's the consistency that drives you nuts. But you know what? The, the best, you know when Kelly Olenek has it going on is when he's able to fake that three-pointer into that two-step weird finger roll layup thing that he does. I just understand why hair, he doesn't dunk the damn hair. Uh, swaying, hair swaying hair in the wind. swaying everywhere, man. You just hear like you just hear rush in the background out of nowhere, dude. It just happens, dude. It's it's Canadian as hell, man. It's great. Starts running back, putting his hair behind his ears. <laughs> oh yeah. His Celtics jersey turns into a mighty Ducks jersey all of a sudden, man. Just loves hockey. I don't know. That's that's good, Kelly Olynyk. 
We'll see. We'll see how he how he recovers. But I just hope this isn't the uh, the story of Kelly Olynyk's career where he's just no, constantly I, hit uh, with the injury inconsistent. bug. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see as well. But um, I do think that there's a lot of openings with Kelly Olynyk being out. I think that's the most underplayed story of this whole Kelly Olynyk injury is that him not being locked into the rotation. It's going to give a lot of these guys, Jordan Mickey, Jalen Brown, Gerald Green, I guess, whatever. No, probably, probably Tyler, not. Thank Tyler, you. Tyler okay, Zeller. good. Yeah, thank you. You're looking at me like like I'm like You're like an advocate of <laughs> Gerald Green. You love the Jalen. I'm still, I'm still confused by the signing. <laughs> I hate insurance the, I policy. I hate it. I He's an insurance it. policy. You're right. Uh, him and his four freaking fingers, man. <laughs> You're going to fault him for that? Yeah. You were definitely laughing when he was lip singing that that Mormon uh, that Mormon rapper, that Mormon rap song, that Mormon rap song yeah, with uh, with uh, <laughs> with Danny Ainge and uh, with Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, because he was like throwing up like throwing up like a like a what's up sign, but like he had four fingers. That was it. One and a half. Sorry, not trying to sell you short, Joe. <laughs> okay, just do it, man. Could have just told me to just ju- get it. Mute your mic. I would have done it. Just get it going. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. It off. All right, Joel. What do we miss? In case you missed it, um, meet the new hundred dollar man. In I can't never say this guy's name, but I'm just gonna call him the Greek freak. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, great. That guy. Jonas Jarebko. No. no. We're talking remember, about no, remember when Sean used to always struggle with Drepko yeah. for some reason? Did I get it right? You did. Giannis Antetokounmpo. I don't know about the first. Yeah, I don't know about him. But. I'm actually just winging it, dude. I don't know if that's right. But it's the, well, everyone knows who we're talking about. Well, he just you, got, can't, you can't think when you say it. That's what yeah, he just got to mess it up. He got uh, an extension. Yo, why don't we ask Max, <laughs> Cedric Max, for how to say his name, man? <laughs> he can't uh, say anything right. the best. Except for quack quack. <laughs> Somebody get me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> get me a towel to wipe my head. My, my mouth. Quack, quack. <laughs> cookies. <laughs> Milk and cookies. In case you missed uh, it. Shout out to Max. I love In Max. case you missed it. J.R. Smith, who was supposed to. Wait, I thought we were talking yeah, about the Greek freak. You didn't say how much money he made. I said over 100 mil. Well, I was going to tell you that the Celtics could have drafted the Greek freak, but they drafted Kelly Olenek instead. You know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no one, really, good. No, one good that worked out. no one knew a lot about him. Oh, just like no one knew a lot about Jalen Brown. Hmm. Nah, I think they knew more about Jalen Brown. Ah, just Greek saying, freak. just saying, Greek freak. Yeah. We would have never drafted Jalen Brown. Anyways, go ahead. In case you missed it, we could spend entire episodes on rewriting the draft pick that Danny Ainge has done. Yeah, we should. <laughs> I think that'd be. A I don't great, think we should. I, 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 I that, that would be an, that would be an that. angry episode. I would he love also, to do that. He also could have drafted uh, Jimmy Butler. That's the one I. That's oh, the yeah. one that I uh, that, that that drives me nuts a bit. Just think of the but, well, I'm talking about this was the wow. pick after. This was the pick after Kelly Olynyk. They drafted a great freak. Yeah, the pick after. Just, just missed him. Right after. Right after. Not before. Yeah. Right after. Okay. Because they could have drafted you know, DeAndre Jordan. There's a, we, the list goes on. In case you missed it, shout out to Fab Mello. <laughs> shout out to Fab. He's running into doorways and whatnot. <laughs> J.R. Smith concussed as fuck. Um. <laughs> oh, oh, you did it. You did it. <laughs> Sean said he's going to try the hardest to not swear this episode oh. for the first time. You stupid. Okay. You almost, you almost, you almost pulled it off. Uh, J.R. Smith. Fucking Fab Mellow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just floodgates now have opened. I got concussed thinking of Fab Mellow, but the I levies, just swore. Just the, levies, the levies have broken. 
J.R. Smith um, won't attend uh, a, Clay, a Cleveland Cavaliers minicamp out in Cali because he uh, still has no contract. Technically, he's still a free agent, so they'll be working on, on that. That's what happens when you play like shit in the finals. <laughs> and you walk around with no shirt on afterwards. Right. And you pour champagne on women in Vegas. How are you going to be celebrating the hardest when uh, you didn't do anything in the finals? Well, because you don't know his story, Sway. That's what he said. You don't know his story. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> In case you missed it. Not that big booty. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. There's not a lot going on. So this six. this kind of sounds like a, a sad in case you missed it. And it's uh, Celtics-less in case you missed it because we just talked about everything that Celtics related beforehand. But We're getting closer, though. It's almost yeah. October. Once October yeah. comes along, we'll, we'll have a lot more. Uh, in case you missed it, Rudy Gay says that he will not re-sign with the Sacramento Kings. Ooh. So he's looking to be traded. Chill bait. I mean, trade bait. <laughs> Jail bait. Jail bait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Took an unexpected turn this uh, uh, podcast. Trade bait. <laughs> is he, is he he's not 21 yet? Nah, I don't know, man. I was just making a joke. Or not 18, I didn't even I get what I was saying. You know what I think is going on in Sacramento? I think they all really love Ray John Rondo. I can't wait and when Rondo left, they're all just like, it's like, oh, we're going to suck again. We're going to be even worse than well, last year when we almost made the playoffs. Once Rudy Gay's out the door, Marcus Rudy, is next. Rudy Gay is uh, set to make $18 million this year in his last year of his deal. So who knows where he'll end up, Mr. Gay. And that's it for In Case You Missed It. Sean, would you want to see Rudy Gay in Celtics uniform? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that one coming. Yeah, definitely more than Gerald right. Green and Jalen Brown combined. I wouldn't like to see the Celtics. How you going to fit him? He's I, making 18 mil. Go on the bench for one year. You could be good paying him nine no, but mil. How, no, man, I'm just saying, how are you going to fit him? You got to trade. How many people are you going to trade to match that deal? That match, match that max, match that contract. You right? Yeah. I sneezed. <laughs> Say bless you. Bless me. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't. I mean, at that point, I don't, I don't even know. I mean, you'll figure it out. If you want to trade Amir, Amir Johnson, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> not. Maybe <laughs> not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Thoughts about that, huh? I'll, t- I'll, have, I'll have a nice plan next episode, right? Okay. All right. But no, this is the thing, though. The Sacramento Kings is going to ask for an arm and a leg for him. So exactly. You, you might as well that's, wait for him to be a free agent I'm saying. if yeah. that's the route you want to go in because I think it's going to be better free agents who the Celtics could target next summer. But I do like his game, though. I, I like Rudy Gay. But, yeah, I wouldn't like to see the Celtics trade someone like, I don't know, Crowder or Marcus Smart. I think those are guys who Sacramento would ask for in return. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, this again. and Snapchat. Hasn't changed. Still at Causeway Street. Snapchat game is gonna gonna start. It's gonna start up real soon once uh, Media Day. Oh, that's right. We got Media Day coming up. Yeah, Media Day. So look for that. Like us on Facebook. Backslash Causeway Street blog. Yeah, we'll get some. Uh, we'll get some streaming going from Media Day on uh, Facebook. So if um, you haven't added us already, do that. Yeah, and, and also download the uh, CLNS Radio. App Great on app. your phone, Great on app. Android and iPhone. We're under the this we're under their app. umbrella now. App stands for application. If you didn't know, guys. Yeah, we're under their umbrellas. They do all Boston sports. The way speech. the way things are heating up right now in Boston sports, you guys should definitely check that out. Between the Red Sox and the Patriots, and man, it's getting crazy right now. It's fall. Not, I love the fall. Not the Bruins. Fall. Ah, uh, the Bruins can wait a little bit. I no, like the they Bruins. got Bruins stuff too. But hey, don't get me started, man, bro. I don't know. Sean, they're not looking too great, right? So let's just – I mean, they're there if you want to. No, the Bruins are going to be legit. Backus is there this year. He's like 40. Legit? Chowers like 50. Tuca right. sucks. Okay, check out the Bruins, I guess. Bergeron, Krejci, <laughs> Marchand. Marchand's going to have a big year in a contract year. Then he's gone next year. I'm just talking about – we're talking Boston sports right now. Come on. You got the Red Sox, 
running away with it with the, the AL middle, East. The middle of the pennant race. Big Poppy's last season. Patriots 2-0. Just, they just swept the Yankees, and they're on a five-game winning streak. Got some yeah. quarterback drama. You got Edelman now officially that the, the, yeah. the backup quarterback, right, for, yeah, for Jacoby. Right. <laughs> Damn, you, you better, better put, see Edelman. You better, you better edit this shit out before Thursday, man. <laughs> Lay down secrets. Damn, you just laid the Edelman's, game. Edelman's you just laid the game plan out for Houston, man. They're gonna be they're gonna on, be man, screwed up. That was news. Come on, that was that was. Uh, you know, that we're was gonna reported. see Edelman play on Thursday. Jamie I Collins is the backup quarterback, actually. After Edelman? No, yeah. before Edelman. Before Edelman? Yeah, because somebody needs to throw the ball to our best wide receiver, man. <laughs> you can't take your best wide receiver and well, make him a running it's back. Time to, time to bring Gronk back. Uh, put Gronk at Edelman, quarterback. You're right. Edelman to Gronk. No, no. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about like one or two plays. I want to see Edelman just. Uh, just Edelman do what? Get a get a play going. Do what he did in the uh, AFC Championship. This that is amazing what the play, that, that comeback game. Run one of the, the Wildcats. That might have been the best Patriots game I've ever seen. Sign Ronnie Brown. Oh, one of them. For one game and run the Wildcat. That's it. All right, guys. We up out of here. Until next week. Why clip show. Why next, isn't the music playing? Next week, clip show. Why don't you stop talking, and then I'll start playing. Oh. Jesus. Causeway Street, baby. All right, we're going to have a highlight show next week. Yes, definitely next week. Absolutely. Definitely next week. Definitely, be definitely, the, definitely, though. It'll be the best, it'll be the best of the 2015-2016 season. And yeah, then the show after that's what our Celtics preview? Yeah. Preseason Damn. stuff. Damn. We get into stuff. Damn. Preseason is just around the corner, guys. All that good stuff. Damn. All that good stuff. But until then, enjoy that shadow boxing. Enjoy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>